All right, what's up, Dirty Bird Nation Report? This is your hostess with not the mostest, Lethal Saint, and I am here with a special guest, Rock. Some of y'all already know him because I've seen that y'all follow this podcast. His name is Rock, and he is from What's Up Falcons Podcast. Man, I've been trying to get him in here for a long time. Sent a DM last year, and he's finally here. It's almost like a year later. (laughs) But we got him in here. What is up, Rock? What's going on? How have you been during this time? And tell the people about your podcast that have not heard about it yet. Well, first of all, I want to apologize to you because I didn't see your DM until, you know, about a week ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) I was in my messages and I saw a couple. You weren't the only one. I'm like, how did I miss this? So I'm like, man, this is from last year. So my apologies for that because we would have totally been on your show last year. So. I'm sorry, I just didn't see it. It's all good. We're here now. <laughs> all right, cool. But yeah, man, uh, I'm Rock from the What's Up Falcons podcast. Uh, I have at least three or four of the uh, guys that's on the show with me. If y'all listen to the show, we have uh, Q, we have uh, Keeping Sexy Al G, and we have Hoop, and we also have Aries Falcon. And Aries Falcon, he, he's a, uh, a YouTuber as well. He started out listening to our show, and then he got in touch with us, and we just became friends, and now he's kind of like another uh, host to our show, and he calls in from uh, Oakland, I believe. Uh, oh, wow. Every, yeah, every show we've done with him. It's been about maybe two or three shows, two or three years with him, but we've actually had our podcast going, man. We're going on about seven years now, I believe. Yeah, like when I started listening last year, I was like, show yeah almost a hundred like what the hell yeah no man it sneaks right up on you man man it's crazy do y'all record weekly well uh up until last year we just did it during the season Mm -hmm. and we would and we would do like special shows during the regular season like if we can get a, a a retired player on or you know the draft or or preseason we might do something but um we did it like that, but last year we got put onto a, a podcast network called uh, Armchair All American, mm-hmm. and they changed their platform where they got more uh, advertisers in. And so, part of the deal with that was to put out more content more frequently. So now we're having to do one at least, you know, two, two or three times a month if we can, you know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. I was yeah. wondering, I was like, oh, 100, what, 157 now? I think uh, we have 159 that I hadn't put out yet, but uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, y- y'all are rolling, because we started just doing during the season, after every game, and then like maybe like four shows during off season, but now we're just doing more, because I mean, shit, during this mess, you know, this corona stuff, we don't got... Nothing else to do, so just <laughs> putting out content. Exactly, everybody's doing it, so you know we're trying to keep up. Right, it, it, it's it's difficult, but hey, we don't got nothing to do, so let's exactly. let's do it. Right, so, right. as everyone knows, it's off season. Um, well, actually, the first question that I didn't write down is, 
do you think we're going to have a season? You know, I just talked about that on a show that I did uh, last Saturday. It was the Eminem's uh, M M Morning Man podcast, mm -hmm. and uh, I I think we are. You know, they're trying to figure out ways now to figure out how they can make it happen. So, I mean, I, I keep my fingers crossed. I don't know if it's going to be like any past season we've had, but I think some way they're going to figure something out. Yeah, I. I think so too, because you know, Goodell's like, I want my money. <laughs> he's That's like, give me my money. But um, I'm a season ticket holder, and I'm trying to figure out. Um, so what are we gonna do? Because right. I'm not going to the stadium. <laughs> I hey, I'm scared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. I hate being sick in general, so right. I damn sure ain't going to the stadium. So I'm like, y'all need to figure out something for us season ticket holders, like right. free NFL ticket package, you know, like right. something. So yeah, yeah I, be something, man. I know baseball's about to start up, and, and I guess we'll see how that goes, and maybe they'll take a, a hint from that, you know. Yeah, because baseball's gonna be the guinea pig. For all sports, like, okay, let's see what happens to y'all, and then we'll figure it out from there. Right, right. So, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know, you know, me and all the other season ticket holders, some are trying to go, some aren't. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Right. So, right. Uh, what did y'all, well, you, you could speak for your fellow host. Uh, yeah. What did y'all think about the uniforms? Well, me personally, man, I thought they were fire. I loved them. I already ordered my black, um, did I get Julio? I think I got Julio's jersey. Mm -hmm. I got the black one. I didn't get the real expensive one. I got the next one now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I was like, I was like, fuck that. I'm not paying $200. Like, no, I was like, But no, I love them. I love them, man. And I like the different colors, the different variations of it. I even like the gradient one. That's probably my least favorite, but I, I like them all. I think they did a good job on the whole appearance. And uh, I think the other guys, they like them too. We haven't really talked about that one as much, but uh, I think we're all on, on the same page about that. Yeah, I hate the gradient. Are you doing what you hate it? I don't. It looks just so childish. And they, they it's just so childish. It's like, what the fuck? Like, I like the all red. Like, why isn't there an all red? Like, I I would I wouldn't mind the gradient as like a one game type. Ooh, look at this like new stuff that we brought out. Um but just to wear it, like, in general, like, no, I, I want all red. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to buy the old, the now old reds. So I got a Bryant and a Boster, and I was like, you know, I just can't. I, I don't. I don't like it. And I don't like the, uh, the white with the red pants. Right, right, right. I don't like that one either. Right. I, wow. You know, <laughs> I tried, you know, I was like, right. I was trying, but I was like, I can't. I wish we it's had so silver pants. 
It's still early. Yeah, it is. It, you know? That's what everybody's saying, but I keep looking at them and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Man. Yeah, but if we had white with silver pants, oh my god, that would have been fire. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But you know, but you know what? I don't think they could have got it right either way. I think you know, with the combination, you know, I think it would have been the same way. A lot of people will like it, a lot of people won't. You know, I don't think you can get it right to satisfy all the fans. So you know, that's true. That is very true. I don't know. Well, actually, I do know because people were like. Nike is trying to make new uniforms every few years. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. Why, you know, they came up with all these different combinations. And then in a few years, I can stop hating on these red gradients because they'll be dead. (laughs) 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 When Nike comes out with something else. I'm like, I just, oh. But everything else is fine. Those throwback, the throwback uniform. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm in love. (laughs) In love. <laughs> nice. Well, I can tell you one thing. I went on their, uh, their store yesterday, and if you want a red jersey, they got them Freemans discounted. You better go ahead and get them. They and do. Hooper. They do. Oh, man. Do I want a Hooper jersey? <laughs> I, I don't know if I want a Hooper jersey. I like Hooper. Well, okay, I'm lying because people, like, called me out for it. I was talking mad shit about Hooper. His first two years, because he was just doing stupid shit. Like, oh my God, I'll never forget when it was, I forgot who he played, but Hooper was surprised that he caught the ball. Do you remember that? (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the game, but I think I know what you're talking about. He caught the ball and he like almost stopped. Right. Like, I was like, what the fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> so that and then when he he wouldn't catch the ball with his hands, he always caught it with his chest and it would bounce out. Oh my god, I'd be on here just cussing him out. Like <laughs> so it took me to like year three and then to finally be like, okay, okay, I, I like him now. But Freeman, I already have his jersey. Uh, but it is too big for me, so I might do a giveaway for that because it was like a men's small that was on sale. And I wear youth, I can fit into youth, uh, large and extra large. Thank God because okay. I saved so much money. <laughs> so I, I, I might get a Hooper, I might, I don't know, but. He ain't Tony. He ain't Tony. I tell you that. He, yeah, he's not Tony now. He's not Tony G. Like I, I that's a jersey I don't have that I need to get from yeah. you know trying to save up and all the crap going on now. I'm like I don't need to buy any more jerseys. I did get the um, Julio and Ridley, and okay, nice. that is at my parents' house. I couldn't do really. I couldn't pull the trigger just yet, even though I like Ridley. I, could, I couldn't. I couldn't justify getting his jersey right yet. You know. Yeah. See, I got Ridley because it was him, Julio, and Ryan. I think were the only ones available. Yeah. And uh, we had the fifty percent off coupon, so I was oh, like, nice. you know what? Uh, fuck it. Let me just get two jerseys. And if right. Ridley ends up annoying the shit out of me, I'll sell it. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> like, 
I was like, I'll just. That's a good thing you got that 50% off, then I, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, because I was like, when am I going to get? I already have um, Ryan in black. And uh, I have, and I want all Julio. So I want the white, the black, and the red. And I already have a red Julio. So I was like, yeah. let me just get the black. And then whenever the white comes out, I'll grab that one too. Okay, cool. So yeah. So uniforms, check. Check. <laughs> um, one thing, I'm probably the only one off our crew who's going to get a, a jersey. They make fun of me get the jersey because we're older dudes and they're like man you still wearing jerseys i'm like around my house i am <laughs> around the house you know how many people wear those jerseys to the stadium i know oh yeah yeah of all ages no no jersey shaming over here we love jerseys well josh he doesn't wear jerseys like that but he wears more like shirts and stuff but yeah, wear your jersey. Be proud. Jerseys are fucking awesome. And they're so exactly. breathable and comfortable. Exactly. So, here, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we love jerseys. No jersey shaming, people. Shit. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> so we had the draft virtually. Yeah, we did. Yep. It was some crazy stuff that happened with girlfriends during the draft. <laughs> Yeah, like, wow. Ooh, y'all were a mess. Right, don't touch my phone. Like, get off my son. Like, wait a minute. What is happening? It was crazy. That's what it was like. It was all these moms were like, you know, you're about to go. You're about to go. You know, no money for you. Get out of here. I hope we have virtual drafts from now on because I would love to see that more in the future because it was just too funny. You don't see that, you know, when they're all together. Like, let's just keep having virtual drafts. So uh, our draft was, um, to me, I thought it was, I gave it a B. It was surprisingly decent. I'm right. That's what I thought, and most people thought. So, what what did you think of of the draft, and especially the uh, number one pick and uh, the fight that we had with um, Shanahan, pretty much, who yeah. stole our guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Well, I'll start with the pick. It was an unusual pick, and not expected. Um, I I'll just sworn up and down they were going to try to move up. And who knows, they may did try to, to move up, but they couldn't get the deals done. But uh, I'll put it like this. My next-door neighbor, he saw me the next day and asked me what I thought of the draft. I'm like, hey, it was okay. You know, it wasn't the best draft. But after, you know, sitting on it for a little bit, kind of not upset with it, he's like, Terrell is horrible, man. <laughs> <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> he's like, he's horrible. He gets burned all the time, and he sent me a video of him getting burned by somebody. But I guess it was an Auburn game or whatever. He's like, I can't believe you guys picked him up. And I'm like, ah, I mean, there's got to be something going on. But then I've heard more information that he's actually really not that bad of a player. And uh, he's similar to True Funk, but an upgrade, which I hope, you know? Yeah, fingers crossed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but for a 
number one pick, you know, since we couldn't get, you know, I know we wanted the, the kid from uh, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I was hoping we would get. But, of course, uh, Shanahan <laughs> cut, cuts us off at the knees again, you know. I hate that guy with the passion. <laughs> I really do. It's a, it's a love-hate relationship. I hate him with the passion. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it like I I didn't know who we were gonna get, but I was like I won't be surprised if it's something crazy because I mean last we went with the wide receiver in the first round and then the offensive lineman in the first round and I'm like cornerback right. I'm like all right I don't know much about the kid but I guess and um, I heard on y'all show uh, someone said. Uh, what they say? Oh, someone said they hope that he's not a pet project. Yeah, oh, yeah, I said that. Yeah, 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 a, uh, yeah, a project player. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm tired of that too. We had enough of Vic. Right now, we're doing it with who? Tack and mm-hmm. who else? Probably a few people. I just can't remember the names off the top of my head. Tack's just <laughs> the most recent with his crap he's been pulling. Um, but yeah, I hope he's not a, tech, a pet project either. Um, he, you know, I don't know. He seems to be fine. PFF said he didn't. Um, oh, what the hell did they say? Oh, he didn't allow like more than 60 plus yards, you know? Right. So I was like, all right, he seems okay. But, you know, I'm scared of the young cornerback core that we have. Yes, yes, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm scared of that. Um, I'm tired. I'm just tired, and I want my ring. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I want. I want the ring that that uh, Robert Kraft is trying to sell that should be our ring. Right. I'm like, oh <laughs> golly. Like he would be trying to auction off that just to dig it in one more time, you know? Right. Twenty-eight to thirty. Like, come on, man. Because he hates us. <laughs> but uh, other people in the draft, I, the what's his name, Marlon Davidson. Marlon, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, I think I'm in love. <laughs> like the the guy's a monster, a whole right. monster, and he, him, and Grady on yeah. the field would just be like, oh my goodness. It, yeah, he's he's pretty nasty, right? Yeah, he's nasty. He's nasty, nasty. So we need that, you know. We've we've had that reputation of being soft, wholesome guys. You know, that's the way Arthur kind of runs the ship. But nobody was afraid of us, man. And we need nasty players. And it seems like now that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to pick up some nasty players that got, as they say, that dog in them or whatever. You know, and we need that. Right. We need it bad. And speaking of this line, wh- what in the world do you think is going on with Sanat? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> they hadn't really, uh, really did a lot with him. I know that much. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if they're going to keep him or I, 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 that, that I don't know. I just know that they, you know, I guess it's a waste of a pick, or I don't know. I don't get. I didn't get any any kind of intel about 
why they're not playing them as much and, and really trying to use them to the, you know, what they can use them for. But uh, who knows? Who knows? I don't know if he's still going to be on the team when it actually starts. Yeah, it's crazy because his rookie year, he did pretty well. Right. Yeah. And then last year, it was just nothing. Like, right. they didn't say it. It was a health issue, a personal issue. He was just absent. Yeah, I mean, see, we had coaching issues, and that's our biggest thing, if you ask me. And um, and I think it could have been a coaching issue, and he got just lost in the shuffle with it, you know, because we had major problems last year, and we I don't think anybody knew what to do. DQ, they were just trying to figure out, figure it out week after week. So, who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hope he can come back and play because he did pretty well. Right. But, I mean, if not, you know, we got this guy. We got Marlon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's yeah. just weird that the organization doesn't tell us something like this like it's yeah. really weird it's one thing if he, he was a bad player but he wasn't so right. yeah that's right. weird um other than the draft yeah we got the kicker right which is like okay another <laughs> kicker like well that, that that was a head scratcher for me and like why waste a pick on a kicker that's what i'm like because <laughs> ku has more than proven himself I agree. You know, and uh, they're going to get me for this, but I have always been a Matt Bryant stan. Like, I love that man. So, You're not alone. you know, when everything happened the first time, I was, I just went off. You know what I'm saying? I was like cussing everybody out. I went off. He came back. I was like, hell yeah. And then he got injured. Doing 50-plus yeah. yard it. Yeah. And then people started attacking me. And, of course, you know, I was cussing him out because I'm like, nope, he's, like, <laughs> almost 50, doing 50-yarders, 50 trying to save this team right. for no reason. Exactly. And then Koo came along, and, you know, I was hating. So I was like, fuck Koo. He's not Matt Bryant. You know, like, <laughs> Matt Bryant is my guy. Like, that is the guy, the best player on the team. And Koo's proven himself. I still don't yeah. like him wearing number seven, but you know. Well, I feel the same way. My wife was, she's not really into sports or football that much, but she does like watching the Falcons with me and a group of our friends, and her favorite player was Matt Bryant, so he could do no wrong. So, you know, we were huge supporters, but you know, I think they did him wrong, for one. They did. They did him totally wrong. And for number two, Tobecchio, I didn't like him from the absolute beginning. I saw, I heard an interview with him that he did on 92.9 The Game. And he came up as arrogant as you know what. And I'm like, I don't like this guy. He hadn't done anything. And boom, see what happens. He lost his job. Yep. Before the season even started. That's right. Because fuck him. I know. <laughs> Tobecchio, Tobecchio, no. Right. <laughs> No. Go yeah. about the Italy, dude. 
Right. Like, get out of here, man. What they try to call him the meatball or whatever. Get out of here. Yeah, they did my man wrong. Yeah. And they do a lot of people wrong. And they get on my nerves. I don't know why I'm still a fan of this team, but here we are. It's hard. It, it's very hard. It is, you know, it's harder to be a fan. It's hard defending it, you know? Oh, man. Uh, it is. Unless someone says something like really, really stupid. Right. Then I'm like, usually Saints fans. Yeah. Saints <laughs> fans and then like Michael Vick fans. Right. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. You know, and then I go after him. <laughs> I'm just like, I love Vic. Vic is what made me a Falcons fan. Oh, wow. Yes. Wow. I, I didn't know football. Right. You know, I wasn't into football and stuff. And then my dad was like, watch football with me. And I was like, fine, whatever. And he was like, you got to pick a team. And I was like, uh, what the hell do you mean pick a team? And I was in love with Larry Fitzgerald at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, this guy is awesome. And right. then he took me to a Falcons game when Vic was playing, and it was over. Right. And that was it. I'm like, all right, Falcons fans for life. <laughs> but um, even I'm like, dude, he wasn't good. He was good, but he wasn't like he's not. He's like the man put on a show. That's it. Yeah, Vic was too much a head case, and what I mean by that is it was all about him. He didn't put the the, the team first, and uh, it, which goes by his antics from getting busted at the. Uh, airport with weed in the in the um, drink thermos or whatever, and of course the notorious dog fighting. And uh, if you're going to risk, you know, your time to shine and to be the quarterback and to be the savior of the city and everyone love you, and risk that kind of thing, man, it's like, you know, I mean, I, I, I do believe in you know forgiving everybody, but like you just blew a prime opportunity, man. Right, he did. But yeah. he, he served his time, and he came yeah. back, and right. never redeemed himself. I still love him, but oh, yeah. y'all, y'all just got to stop with the. If we would win a Super Bowl with him, no. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's cute. Say that to cute. <laughs> <laughs> he keep bringing Vic up all the time. Like, dude, Vic is over. <laughs> right. You get it. It's oh. over. Over, my friend. Over. We have Matt Ryan. Who actually got us to a Super Bowl? So yes, enough of the Vic. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> so, Koo's got my man's number. Yeah, that makes me angry. But I don't. Koo's proven himself. So the point of having another kicker, drafting another kicker, using a whole pick on a right. kicker who can do the same thing, but they say, "Oh, he does the same thing, but sort of different." I'm like, whatever. <laughs> right. It's just mind boggling. That was the only, was that the only, yeah, that was the only pick where I scratched my head like, y'all would find a way to falcon this draft up. Exactly. And that's exactly what they did. Even where everything's on the line with, with this draft, jobs for DQ and Thomas, which I'm sure we'll go into a little later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. I didn't mean to throw you off. No, yeah, that that that's. I'm like, it's just, it's a head scratcher, and I, why? Right, exactly. Why are you doing that? Um, so real quick, 
before we get into DQ and TD. Um, so Tack is off social media now. Thank God. That was insane. Like, I I can't even remember right now why the attack started for attack. But during the season, he was he was mad at the fans for attacking him, and then started being liking stuff the Cowboys did and like wanting to, you know go to the Cowboys since it was like trade talks or whatever. Right. And fans just got pissed off and they've been attacking him ever since. He asked for it. He did. You know? And my thing with Tack is, all right, dude, we all saw your big talk on draft night. Mm -hmm. You know, you came up there with your picture of grandmama or whatever in the gold frame. And that was nice and touching, and you know you you the, the you know you're crying, you're upset, cursing. We saw that. We thought the passion was there. We're like, oh, this dude's gonna be a beast. Mm-hmm. I actually said that when <laughs> when he picked him and he started doing it, I think I might have put it on Twitter. I put the little uh, gift of the the little kid that's uh, that's standing there to kind of look to the side, like, what the hell did we just do? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little fat kid. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you start cursing, I kind of put that out. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what did we just do? But uh, Tack, you know, that shoulder injury he had before went from college. You know, I think that's his biggest Achilles heel. That's you know that he's had with us. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's you know it's ever healed right. He's had two surgeries or maybe three already on it, and. Uh, I, I, I'm over the tactic. I mean, I, I, I love his passion. You know, I didn't like it, his off-the-field stuff, his social media stuff, the crazy stuff he pulled in L.A. when they called the cops on him or whatever. I'm like, I'm over that, dude. You, you, you're, you're pretty much being all dramatic, but you're not producing the way a number one draft pick should, should produce. So, to me, he's another big Beasley. Yeah, that's that's what the streets have been saying too. Yeah. <clears throat> now some people I forgot exactly who I want to say Aaron Freeman, uh, from the Locked On, yeah, Falcons podcast was saying, I think it was him. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, people. Don't start attacking me. Uh, was saying that he will flourish with uh Dante Fowler being on the other side. They think he will – yeah, he flourishes better when there's a vet on the other side of him. So, what do you well, think? It, well, same thing happened with Vic. You know, when we had uh, uh, Freeney there with him, Vic had, you know, led the league in sacks and made it, you know, a pro bowl. He was a pro bowler. And I think that was 2016. But after that, you know – Back to, you know, back to life, back to reality. But Tack even, Tack hasn't even got the numbers that Vic got, you know? So, I'm like, Tack, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm over it, man. So, I don't think he's going to flourish this year. He may, if he's lucky, he may get like four or five sacks. But I think, yeah, I think he's going up this year. 
Damn. Yep, it's approve it or uh shut up year. And uh we did a uh blog post about you know fifth year, who we've picked up in the fifth year previously, like Neil, Vic, you know, picked up their options and look at what has gotten us basically. Um so y'all should read about that blog post. I'll put that link in the description to our website. So y'all can see more about that and what the fifth year option actually means. Because a lot of y'all were confused by it. So read that and then come talk to us. So (laughs) the biggest thing about this team, the biggest problem besides the the front office is DQ, TD, and Dirk. Has it been Cutter? Yep. Dirk freaking Cutter. Yeah. How much faith do you have in these guys? Cutter, I have zero. Been there, done that. Uh, He's as vanilla as he was when he was here with uh, Mike Smith. He's not creative at all. We know he loves – he's pass-happy. He loves throwing the ball. Um, he has a, nothing of a running game and no creativity at all. So I'm, I don't even know why they brought him back, actually. But uh, DQ, I, I'm a DQ guy, but this year is totally, totally, totally DQ. You got to get it right, you know. Uh, you got to get it right. You screwed up big last year. And I think, I mean, I, I'm glad Arthur didn't let him go, but even though everyone thinks he should have, but I think the only reason that they did is because he got us so close. And uh, I think he tried so hard to make it work last year that he kind of got into his his own, his own way. Mm-hmm. And he also tried to force a defense – similar to what he was used to with Seattle. And it wasn't working. Getting these, you know, this fast and physical thing didn't really work with these the guys that he had. And I don't think the, the football IQ with our players, defensive players, is the same as Richard Sherman, the Legion of Boom. Right. Prime, prime example, uh, Campbell. When DQ was calling the defense, Devondre Campbell looked lost out there all the time. Mm -hmm. So my biggest issue with DQ was he did he waited too long to just you know to to give up coaching the defense. If he had did it by game four or five, we possibly could have made it to the playoffs. So you know I'm 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 waiting on him to show it to me this year too. I think the first few games I'll make up my final decision about DQ. As far as Thomas goes, I mean, Thomas gave us some good players. He gave us Julio. He gave us Matt. But uh, I think it's time, even if we go to the Super Bowl, I think it's time to change with the GM. That's just my personal thought. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. Our our defense um, was a couple of years ago when, like, 
everybody on defense got injured. Yeah, when exactly. They started falling like flies one by one. Right. It was just like, all right, who got first? I think it was Neil or something, Trufant, right. Debo, right. and then Allen. When all of them left, you could right. tell that only those few players could pretty much lead. They were like the lead on the defense. Like they had all the defensive knowledge because as soon as they all left, the defense completely fell apart. Yeah. Like no coach could actually bring it together. And it's like, what are y'all doing? Right. Like what are you coaches doing that we have to have these few people on the field to make the defense work? That was just mind-boggling to me. And I was like, okay, this is stupid. <laughs> like, y'all need you to f- figure out how to coach. <laughs> exactly. And, and, and the other thing that only I heard a few people bring brought up, bring us, especially you talking about all the injuries we, we had that year. Why didn't they look at the, the strength and conditioning staff? Because, you know, have that many players go down in one season – what or what weren't they doing? I had you know? to stop myself from screaming because <laughs> that year I yelled on every single episode calling our medical staff and our strength and conditioning coaches raggedy. Right. Because <laughs> big time raggedy. Let me tell you, when Neil Injured himself that first time, right? Yeah. My my boys in my group chat, one of them is he he drives ambulance. He does the ambulance stuff, like paramedic. That's what it's called. He does that. He immediately said Neil tore his ACL as soon as it happened, right? And I'm like, you're lying. No, no way, no way, no way. Right. Neil comes back out. And then it's found out it was his ACL. So I'm like, my boy here watching on TV tells me that it's the ACL. Why can't our medical staff see that and stop him from going back in? Yeah. Like, are you kidding? (laughs) I'm just thinking about it. And then it was just like, Every time, okay, someone else, what what is happening? What is up with strength and conditioning? What's up with the medical staff? Why is everyone raggedy? <laughs> like, this is horrible. Horrible. So I, I, I hate them. The medical staff and strength and conditioning, I despise them with a passion. Um, uh, I, did, I did hear, that, uh, one quick thing and we go on. Mm-hmm. I did hear that they did bring in another team to help with nutrition. So hopefully, getting those players to on a on a, on a good diet, a necessary diet, where you know every part you know is is you know more stronger. They're eating the right things. They're improving their bodies. Will help a little bit with any kind of injuries that you know like we've had in the past. Oh, I I hope so, but I I have no faith because. Arthur, love him, appreciate the new stadium, all that stuff. Right. But you are letting 
this team just you're letting these people do whatever they want to. Okay, so we go back to Quinn. Okay. Quinn brings in his little friend, Sark. <laughs> the Alki. The Alki. <laughs> yeah. Like you let him bring this man in for what? You you let uh freaking um Shanahan sign a new deal before the uh Super Bowl. What what was that? What was that? And then allegedly he loses a playbook. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that was like you let the man scam himself into getting a new quarterback. I will forever say Super Bowl 51 was a scam. Shanahan made a deal with the Pats for Jimmy. You can't change my mind. <laughs> Never haven't heard that one. Nobody can change my mind. And then he pulled free when he saw that we were getting close to winning. He was like, I'm pulling free so I can get Jimmy to be my quarterback. That's the story, and I'm sticking to it. Nobody can ever change my mind, and I would tell my grandkids this and have them tell the great-grandkids forever. Okay? What about when free didn't pick up a block? Oh, my God. I, I hate when people do that. They're acting like they really act like free was on defense and let them score all those points afterwards. No, he, he, I, no, not that. But I'm like, it was pretty late. You know, I'm not saying he did it on purpose, but free. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> so with that, and then DQ brought in his friend. And then the whole Vic Beasley thing when Quinn was like, oh, yes. So uh, I know Vic Beasley is bad. Like, I know he's gotten very bad. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to work with him one-on-one. He told us all this stuff. Then what happens? Vic shows him his butt cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no. And then, you know, it was just like all that stuff is lies and lies. And all Dan Quinn does is tell lies. Like, I I can't listen to his press conferences. I stopped listening after 2016 because everything was a lie. Oh, yeah, we're going to start doing that and doing doing this and doing that. Nothing. Nothing's happened. Yeah, it, it's hard. It was it was hard to listen to him after after a while, and it's just like, dude, you're saying the same thing. Show some emotion, man. We all can see what's happening. Get pissed off, you know. Just that would just help the fan base at all to know that they think they know that you care that that and you're pissed off like we are. But it never came across that way. Ever. There's never ever. And then this last season, right? You basically said. Oh, yeah. So my ego got in the way. I thought I was a better coach. I wasted, I'll say seven, because we won the Philly game, thanks to Julio, Matt and Julio. But seven games, my ego was in the way, and I thought I was great. Arthur never stepped in to be like, you know, what are you doing? So you just wasted our, our last season for what? And Arthur decides to still bring them back. I'm like, he admitted to us that he purposely wasted it our season 
for his ego to stroke his own ego and you decide to bring him back. I tell you, I was driving down to Florida after the season. Well, right before our last game against the Bucks, and um, I heard Arthur on the radio, and when he said that he's going to bring Quinn Black back because he thought that, you know, that the turnaround was good. Uh, he he still believes in Quinn, and uh, and to see how the rest of the season goes. But I think he had already made up his mind by then give him one more year but I think it had a lot to do with I know everyone kept saying who are you going to get who are you going to get I don't think Arthur was ready to throw away everything that they built up to make that Super Bowl run just yet unless Quinn kept losing last year you know Mm -hmm. I think he was looking for anything he could to justify bringing him back I mean I kind I was like, I kind of get it because, like people said, who who's going to be the replacement or whatever. But I guess they had a nice little chat and Quinn was like, I'm not going to let my ego get in the way this time. Right. And I, I don't know. I don't know. And then Arthur said, well, I'm going to make sure of that. <laughs> right, because you're out of here if you don't get right. Well, he, he put he elevated Rich McKay, who I've, I've nicknamed the Enforcer. I think he's going to be Arthur's iron fist as far as every move, everything that they do. And, uh, and he's going to be more hands-on. And you can kind of tell he was in the uh, over the draft as well. And, um, and I think that Arthur didn't really want to do that, but I think Rich McKay has no problem doing that. So I think with that added pressure over DQ and Thomas, and by them just cutting players, like they're just cutting throats. They cut Vic Beasley throat. Like <laughs> it was embarrassing for Vic. They didn't need to do that. Exactly. They didn't even wait. They didn't even wait. They're like, yeah, uh, we will not be. Uh, <laughs> we wish him well. And uh, yeah, we, it's over. But, uh, you know, we'll see. We'll see. They have a lot to, to do this year. Uh, one quick question I want to ask you about that is that what do you think has to happen in order to for Dave DQ to keep his job for the pre-2021? As far as how far does the team have to, have to go? So the first thought that came to my mind, of course, is win a Super Bowl. But <laughs> I think that's the first thought in everybody's mind for him to stay. But if we do make the playoffs and at least win two games uh-huh. uh, without being in the wild card, because they added that extra game for whatever reason. Well, yeah. we know more money. <laughs> they added a game for more money. Um, yeah, if we make it in the real playoffs, no wild card to win two games, I think they'll keep him. Because hmm. I know Arthur said that he expects to be in the playoffs, but you know, I think he needs to expect for us to win our division and to go deep in the playoffs. That's what I would expect. 
Yeah. Well, I think deep, but I'm like realistically with the way Arthur's been, you know, letting him slide. I wouldn't be surprised if it was, all right, we won two playoff games. And he's like, okay, we'll try another year. Oh, my God, if he does that. (laughs) (laughs) I just won't be surprised. I, I, I can't. Like, I used to be like, oh, yeah, you know, all, like, positive and stuff. But now I'm like, okay, realistically, what's the falcon falconiest thing that we will do? <laughs> because that's what you have to expect with this team. It's just like, all right, what in the world? What's the worst possible situation that's going to happen? That's what's gonna, that is what it's going to be. But see, like you, prime example, you are a season ticket holder. Ugh. You know, so a lot of you guys are really pissed off. So I would mm-hmm. think that he will listen to you guys, you know? He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't at all. Like, right. the craziest thing, um, getting fans in their seats before the game starts. Yeah. Like, so, yeah, the stadium, have you been to the stadium? I have not been in that stadium yet. I'm sorry to say. It's okay. I haven't been to many. I probably in like five games in the stadium, but that's it. Cause I just sell sell the rest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the stadium is meant for people to not be in their seats. Right. Right. It is. People need to get over it because if I want to go hang out with my friend and drink some beer, who's all the way across, you know, the other to the other side. It takes a good, like, 15 minutes, honestly, yeah. to get around the stadium. Oh, wow. Like, it's, wow. That, it's that big. I know. My best friend, he actually uh, runs audio there for the Falcons games, and he he talks about how great it is and, um, it, and how amazing it is. And um, so I definitely want to check it out. Yeah, it's great, you know, if you want to kick it with your friends, but you got to understand the state is so big and see, and tickets are so expensive that your friends are most likely not going to be sitting next to you. Right. You know, so, you know, people hang out and people are like, okay, they send out these surveys and they're like, what can we do to, um, you know, put butts in seats, you know, before the game? And then you tell them, you know, everybody's giving them kind of the same ideas. And they're like, no, we're not going to do that. So what we're going to do is we set up a drum line outside of the stadium, only on one side where most people don't tailgate at, to go through that tailgate where nobody is at and try to lead a whole train of people into the stadium behind a drum line and some people with um, posters like saying rise up and that'll get them in their seats. What the hell? <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't work. It does not work. I have seen it. And they're sitting there, the drum lines is going. People are like, yeah, rise up, right? And everybody's looking at them like they're crazy. Yeah. That's why I'm staying home watching it. <laughs> 72 lecture. They, they don't listen to us. We're just like, here's all these ideas. They're like, oh, we're going to have a little concert. Oh, the cheerleaders are going to be doing this 
this little thing before the game and Freddie Falcon is going to hit this drum and that'll make everybody get in their seats before the game. No, we're not, we're not 12. Like what? We, we don't care. They don't, yeah, they don't listen to us when it comes to anything, especially make the season tickets less money. They, they're not doing that. You know, so yeah, they don't they don't listen to us at all. They don't care. They they're just doing doing whatever they want, doing their own thing. And I guess the uh, United is making up for the costs that they're losing <laughs> with the Falcons fans. But you would you would think though the embarrassment that we tend to do on a regular that's the only thing we're consistent at doing. If you check it out, is embarrassing. <laughs> Embarrassing ourselves on national television. Yeah, that's it. That is it. Yeah. (laughs) And I've cut off a few games (laughs) myself. I'm not watching this. Right, right. So last on our list to talk about is this new development today where Dirk, this dummy, gets on – I don't know what he was doing. One of those conferences that I stopped watching because everything's stupid. And he says, um, basically, he's not sure about the health of Todd Gurley. And Falcons Twitter lost their minds about it. (laughs) Because, you know, honestly, dude, why would would you even say that? Yeah. (laughs) Like, what? What? You're supposed to be like, oh, yeah, everything's fine. You're not supposed to be like, oh, yeah, we've paid him whatever $3 million, and we have no idea about his health status. Well, I don't believe that. I believe he's just blowing smoke up our butts because you can't tell me where everything's on the line this year, and they're making moves left and right, serious moves, that they're going to just pick up Todd Gurley not knowing about if he's healthy enough to play an entire season with us. Granted, I know his role will not be as big as Freeman's role was. I think he's going to be a situation. He's going to get us that one extra down that we need, that one inch we need. And he can also be like a, like a receiver in a way, and he can block. So I think they may use him more as that. But as far as a full running back, I don't think – that's what they're planning on doing with him. I mean, we got the other three backs. We got Ito, uh, Hill, and uh, what's it, Old- Olderson, Quadre Olderson or whatever? Yeah. However you say his name. I, I-, I mess it up all the time, too. <laughs> we got- <laughs> those three guys, I think with those three guys and Todd Gurley, I think we're good at running back. So I, I don't – and I don't see – I don't think they're going to go back to having like what we used to have with like Michael Turner and and uh, and I, I think Freeman was the last of something similar to that. Yeah. And, you know, I was not going to bring up that that one guy up, uh, Jackson. I'm not going to bring that up. Mr. But, uh, Tiptoe, that's what I called him. Mr. <laughs> Tiptoe, because he'd always get the ball and do that tiptoe thing before yeah. he moved. <laughs> and get, he gets nowhere. It drove me crazy. <laughs> I saw him at a, I saw him at a Hawks game one night uh, when he was here, and uh, I'm 
look at him out here in this, on the sideline. He needs to be somewhere practicing, not in the damn Hawks game. Right. You didn't hear me. I didn't say it loud. He <laughs> He's still a big dude, though. I'm not crazy. Right. Not trying to get beat up at a Hawks game on national exactly. television. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, um, yeah. We, I think everyone is pretty much on the same page of Todd Gurley is not about to be another thousand right. yarder. Like I've seen some people talk about he's probably going to get sixteen hundred, and I'm like, okay, y'all are, yeah, y'all are tripping <laughs> right now. Like, have you seen our offensive line? Like, right. <laughs> like, exactly. Um, hello. <laughs> What are y'all talking about? But um, he's going to definitely make an impact. I, I hope his knee is good. Yep. Um, you know, I think everybody hopes his knee is good. But uh, my other concern with the running backs, speaking of the running backs, is, well, first of all, I feel bad for Hill because we we signed that man and then we cut that man. And then we practice squad that man. And then we sign him again. He's just in a whole roller coaster. <laughs> with us and I just be feeling so bad I'm like can y'all stop playing with the man's emotions like y'all always keep him around but y'all keep right. moving him up and down and up and down his poor pay is probably just all over the place but um with these three guys my biggest concern is their their uh their injuries yeah like now every one of them I think every one of them is injured has had a significant injury hmm. I, I don't know about hill Man. yeah that's my only question mark is hill i don't remember right. hill but the other two and now we brought on another guy with you know injury. a knee problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, i'm like hey. I mean, we seem to be you know good at doing that but you know i guess they're like rolling the dice with that you know they're like well they all can't be injured at once, right? <laughs> Man, we thought that was last year, and then they all got injured, and it was just like, yeah. wow, <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hey, you know, we'll see. That's that's all we can really do, man. You know, we can just wait and see, and hopefully that they got it right this year. And we do have talented players on this team, though. I, I will admit that. And they are capable of playing better than they did the first part of last uh, last year, which we saw going towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think with coaching, that's my thing. I, I think it's really coaching. I think if coach, they can get coaching together, I think that we can make a pretty good run if, and almost get back. I mean, I'll go ahead and admit our Super Bowl window is shut. I mean, we're going to have to force it back over open you know yeah at this point but uh we have the talent I, I, I believe i truly believe we have the talent we do we we have the talent uh the problem is coaching yeah and injuries and i don't know what to say about our, our offensive line <laughs> like <laughs> i have no words with that like we signed a couple people oh yeah. god now I just remembered we signed a guy with the heart condition. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> but on his defense, when he came back, when they let him play, he did pretty well. 
He did. He's a beast. Yeah. However, he has a heart condition. It's <laughs> just scary. like, like any time, you know, he could be like, okay, I have, I can't play today, you know. Like that's that's my only thing. I'm like he's a beast, but at any moment he he might have to sit out, and it could be right. it could be a wild card game. It could be all right, you know we we got to look if we lose this game, we won't make the playoffs, and he can't play. That's right. just my thing. I'm like, oh my god, right, right. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Because it's true, and it's like I can't even really rebuttal it because we saw, you know, Tack came in with an injury, and we, you know, three surgeries later, and uh, yes. Oh goodness, I don't know what we're gonna do. This team, man. Oh, this team. And it's like every time I think about it, I'm like, all right, no more DQ and TD, but whoever's next could be worse. Yeah. So I'm like, oh God. <laughs> exactly, man. It could be a lot worse. And um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just think we should have kept Matt LaFleur since we had him in the house instead of letting him walk. And now he's going to be the head coach of uh, Green Bay. And LaFleur oh. was right under Shanahan, Shanahan. So he saw what worked with this offense. And we go back to Dirk Cutter. That's a big head scratch for me. Right, it's insane. I don't, I don't know what this team is doing. Right. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here. We're just here to watch them in our New Jerseys. Right, in the New Jerseys. Oh my goodness, <laughs> man! I'm excited to see my jersey. It's at my parents. Oh, yeah. It's at my parents. I'm gonna go next week up there, quarantine, you know, before right. visitation and all that. And see oh, yeah. my beautiful New Jersey's. I hope they are as nice as they seem. Um, I did get a notification while we were talking. Uh, my father's jersey has been delayed. So I know a lot of y'all out there have not gotten your jerseys. And it's probably gotten a, a delay. So sorry about that. I know a lot of y'all had hope. Especially after I was like, I got my jersey, and a few of us got our jerseys. Oh, yeah, yours is probably going to be on a delay, too. And, again, I want everyone to stop being mad at the delay because other countries are on actual lockdowns. Right, okay? Right. And we are not. So. And, look, I'm, I'm, I'm part of that delay, you know. I, when I even bought mine, they said I hope not to expect it until June, so. I thought everybody wasn't getting it there, but now I'm finding out you got yours. I did. I got my two. A few people got theirs, but mine was kid size. So that, and then I think I've seen Matt Ryan in adult, small. And I think I saw one adult medium, but it's only been the black ones. Okay. There is a the black cheap ones, the one that the ones that we got, the black cheap ones. <laughs> and um there is a white floating around that Todd Gurley posted, but it's fake. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can tell it's fake. I called the guy out for it. He hasn't responded. 
But I was like, dude, you can glance at it, and it looks like a white Hanes t-shirt with patches on it. What? Yeah, it's so bad. And I'm like, I can't even believe Gurley retweeted that, because I'm like, I was literally scrolling. Like, you know, you hit, put your finger, and you chew And I was like, Err! You know what? I did Fake see that picture. I did see that picture. Yes, yeah. it's yeah. horrible. Like I have, I have a fake tack right. in red because okay. I was mad at the Falcons and I right. was not sending them any money, so I got a fake tack in red, and it is way better. It's great quality, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you'd have to look real hard to tell it was fake, like really, right. really hard. But that I did. I was scrolling and I was like, fake jersey. <laughs> I scrolled back up. And I was like, this is fake. <laughs> So, yes, we got to be patient, you know, everyone else, you know, real, real lockdowns, you know, not working. So exactly. they'll, they'll come, they'll come before August. I hope. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think they should, man. I think they should. I even ordered a, uh, a Falcon space mask that's not even here yet. So, oh, I did see those. I got my face mask off Etsy before they, um. Did the you know all the teams are like oh look we're doing face masks now too I was like well I already got one it's got the retro logo off Etsy so if okay. you look up like retro Falcons mask on Etsy it'll come up it's got the retro it's pretty cool so yeah everyone first of all thank you so much for coming on uh, all of your information your podcast information will be in every description box so. We are on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, all that crap. It'll be in the description box below. So y'all really need to check them out. All right. Check out their podcasts. Uh, You can send me all your Twitters too or Instagrams and stuff. And I'll put that below so, you you know, they can follow all you guys. We really appreciate you for coming on, even though it's just, you know, one one of each of us. <laughs> everyone's everyone's busy. Um, thank you so much. This has been great. And we are definitely oh. gonna have to do this again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I wanna, yeah, we definitely wanna do it again. I want, you know, you have a chance, you and your guys have a chance to talk with me and my guys. And we like I said, we just love it. We love to have fun with it. We try not to take it too serious, but you know, we just Falcon fans that love to talk about the, the Falcons and, and have fun. So uh, if you like that and you like comedy, but mixed in with all that, definitely check us out at the What's Up Falcons podcast. Yes. It, they, I mean, I'm going to tell you, they're going to do it because that's that's all we are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We joke around. I, I'm on here cussing people out and people are entertained by that. You know, joking around. We get a little serious. We just like having fun. Um Stats, you know, we only have one guy. He's like a numbers, stats, three, four, yeah. nickel, all that shit. That's him. You know what I'm saying? But the rest of us, yeah, we're we're learning it a little bit as he's talking, but we're just, you know, just fans talking about, about the team. So thank you so much again for coming on. We're going to do this again during this time. You know, and everybody needs to be safe out here. Please. Please don't do anything stupid. Don't go out there in the streets doing donuts and twerking on top of cars and all that mess, man. It ain't safe out here yet, y'all. It ain't. 
And if you get the virus because you're being stupid, I'm going to just roast you. I'm going to say, I'm going to throw up a prayer, but I'm going to roast you at the same time because, like, come on now. Come on, people. <laughs> you don't want that smoke, so don't, don't do it. Yeah, you don't want this. They know I'm cra- I'm crazy. I, listen, we're not even going to talk about pre-2016 me on Twitter because, woo, I was bad. <laughs> that was a time. <laughs>